Welcome to the Byron and Pace podcast. You've tuned in to Sandstone Stories. Take a seat and they'll be with you shortly. Welcome home. Welcome home to the Byron and Pace podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Byron and Pace show. Byron it's and more Pace than a show. podcast. It's much more. It's an experience. Exactly. Oh, breathe Off it in. for the bang. Breathe As per in. usual, got a great episode in store. Found some interesting stories. Yeah. I feel like I've gone for a different style this week. It's definitely getting harder to find stories. I found it easier this week. Yeah, I've, I've come up with a new strategy. Which oh, yeah? i come up with a few new strategies until I like... Dry them out. Yeah. Um, Yours are pretty short-term strategies, aren't they? Yeah. This is a unique one. Okay. Well, how are you? Are you well? What's been happening? I'm great. We uh, had Game of Thrones premiere last week. We uh, went to- (laughs) We didn't shut up about it. Yeah, I know. We went to a live show, another live show yesterday. We're going to another one tonight. Um, We might be going to another premiere next week, potentially. It all all seems to be happening. Yeah, uh, it's cool. It's it's fun to do stuff like this. Um, And uh, I don't know. Yeah. It's a long, long live the uh, upwards trajectory of the Byron and Pace show. Amen, amen. However, we are still uh, short a bit of cash, some, <laughs> some might say. So some, True. some yeah. money influx would be very much appreciated. Yeah. Any rich benefactors listening? Yeah, absolutely. Could, um, yeah. We'll give you a shout out, whatever you're looking for. Of course, supported by Acast. Oh, yeah. Our new uh, hosting platform and partner for the podcast, yeah. which is great. Very excited to be working with them. Uh, but otherwise, I guess we'll just jump straight into uh, the good old factor cap stories. I have something. I have a uh, oh. correction and clarification from My last week. So I've the uh, you know the penguin story and the Bieber story that I told yeah. last week. Well, they were fan submissions, but I or like follower submissions, but I had forgotten who had submitted them. So I want to give a shout out to Ash for the penguin story. Nice, and a shout out to Rams for the Bieber story, the ice nice. skating one. So, um, oh, much love, yeah. guys. Yeah. The one that didn't get me. Yeah, much love, guys. Appreciate you. And uh, to anyone else thinking of submitting a story, now would be a very good time. I have not had a good story in, I feel like, months, honestly. What, a submission? Good, no, a good submission. Yeah. Like, I've had a few, like, some people send in some, like, dad jokes, which I'm not really doing that much anymore. Some would you rathers, and they're fine would you rathers. But honestly, I can find would you rathers in half a second. It's the stories that take up a lot of time. So there you go, guys. Byron is not um, grateful for the stories that have been submitted. I'm grateful for the good stories. He doesn't think that you're doing a very good job. I'm grateful for the good stories. Just okay. we've had some shockers. Like true. Like I but, look. I appreciate know. the effort. It's just very little effort. It feels like there's like one one liners. That's his story. Like, did you know this <laughs> happened? I'm like, bro. I guess if it's good enough for me to go research and find the full story, right? But usually, um, it's usually either really crap or really really good. I find. Well, there you go. We'll Cheers. see. We'll see what happens this week. Cheers to the economy. <laughs> Whatever that means. Mm. All right, did you want us to kick off? All right. Did you know someone once paid a $10,000 for an invisible sculpture? Okay, I would believe this. So in 2011, actor James Franco established the Museum of Non-Visible Art, where works of art don't physically exist. Instead, they are imagined by the artist. Amy Davidson paid $10,000 for a piece called Fresh Air which supposedly is an endless supply is an endless supply of fresh air that you can take with you wherever you go and smell the mountain breeze or the sea breeze whenever you want. Ah oh, man. This sounds kind of Franco-y, but I feel like I would have heard yeah. of it. Mm, um, maybe you would have. Yeah, I you're feel pretty like uh, well-informed guy. I am well-informed, yes. Um 
Oh man. But you don't know much about art. You know what? The thing is 10K for someone who's quite wealthy is like nothing. Yeah. I would believe someone would drop it just, just for the meme. Right. I'm gonna go, yes, it's gonna be say it's true. 100% true. Thank oh. you, uh, Miss Sale, or My Sale, or Mysel. Very for nice. The, uh, submission, but Very yeah, 100% Frank- true. So James Franco got that? No, James Franco started the museum oh. of non visible art, which is like the, the worst thing I've ever heard of. Well, did you know? <laughs> did you know that I believe. I don't know if it's true or not. I'll just okay. say this. Okay. Did you know that they're in China? They actually sell cans of fresh air yeah. and you can purchase air based on the location. So you could get like Australian Gold Coast air, which is like yeah. fresher than the polluted air in certain areas of China. And they can like suck fresh air from a canister like yeah. you would like whipped cream. Yeah, I, I've heard this. I, I don't know if it's true. <laughs> I think it is true. I, I don't know if it's true, but I've heard like rumors about it. Yeah, well, we know someone who um, sold uh, Sydney Harbour water. Yes. So, you know, anything yeah, is yeah, possible. True. We know someone who sold sold Sydney Harbour. That was the pitch. And yeah. they sold like a little bit of water in a in a bottle, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, here's a good one. Okay, it better be. Did you know you can now buy Formula One stock? Ooh. Here's how you can do it. Okay. So Formula One has risen in popularity over the last few years, mm. and you may not know that you can invest in the company itself. Yeah. Formula One is owned by Liberty Media, who acquired the company in 2017, wow. and are now offering the opportunity to purchase Formula One stock through the company as a tracking stock. Okay. A tracking stock is basically means that you're buying a small piece of Liberty Media, which is then supposed to track the Formula One group. Right. Now, here are some stats about Formula One as like a business. Yeah. It's currently worth $16.6 billion, mm-hmm. so a lot of money, with $3.4 billion of debt. Yeah. And this year, they're only halfway through the season, they have a net income of $77 million. Right. Based on those numbers, <laughs> look, this is not financial advice. <laughs> Formula One is not that profitable. Yeah. Um, however, it is rising like rapidly. And sure. so I guess there's a cool opportunity for anyone who's fans and wants to get a, you know, I guess buy into the company in a way. Yeah, interesting. So they're not really investing in Formula One, they're investing in a company that then tracks that share price yes. to the Formula One. Because Liberty Media owns Formula yeah. One. Yeah. So investing Liberty Media stock, which is associated with Yeah. I mean, I I don't think this is a story that you would make up. So I'm gonna say that it's true. It is true. There you go. You can purchase uh Formula One stock if you're a fan. So that's a cool thing. Wow, okay, interesting. Do you know what the stock price is? Like entry level? No, I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Do your own research. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I got, man. Okay, yeah, nice. All right, well, speaking of James Franco, did you know that James- <laughs> That was your own story. He <laughs> linked your own story. Did you know that James Franco handcuffed himself to the railing of his staircase for true. five days in preparation of his role for 127 hours? I reckon it's true. Franco was cast in the role in January 2010, only two months before production. And prior to filming, he decided to bind himself to the handrail for five days in an attempt to gain a better understanding of the role, of what um, Aaron Ralston would have faced when he was trapped with his hand hand there. Um, He asked his partner at the time, Anna O'Reilly, to handcuff his wrist to the um, the stair rail on Monday the 25th. I don't have the... Oh, on Monday the 25th of January and said, under no circumstances are you allowed to release me until 5 p.m. on Friday. So five days. Mm. Um, and she was able to visit one day a week. Uh, sorry, she was able to visit once a day with food and food and water, right? By the second day, he'd become so manic, begging and pleading with O'Reilly to release him from the handrail. She became so distraught at the situation that she actually had to get her father to come in for the remainder of the days because she couldn't handle seeing him like that. Um, he slept on the stairs, went to the toilet in a bucket, and the experience resulted in a captivating and convincing performance that led to his first and only Academy Award nomination. 
Uh, Franco has since said he would never do anything so extreme to prepare for a role, but believes this is why he was able to give such a, a good performance. Yeah, that sounds true. So this is a submission from Lachlan Fraser, and it's complete bullshit. Oh, man. <laughs> no, I, reckon, I reckon there's an element of truth there. It's a good story. I reckon he did something, and he just, like, Do you want me to look it up quickly? I reckon he did something, yeah. Um, James Franco, 127 hours preparation. Let's see, um, Lachlan. I did a lot of things. Um, I met with Aaron Ralston. I went on a diet. I went climbing gyms. And he showed me videos he made when he was stuck. That's it. Wow. You know what? You know where the lie is now in hindsight? Yeah. It's the manic after a day. Like, yeah. come on. You're going in fight. Like, yeah, yeah, it would suck. But manic after a day? Come on. Well, you believed it. Yeah, I did believe it. That yeah. was a that's, a, a, that's one of the best submissions we've had. That is a good good submission. We very, very rarely get good bullshit ones, for, yeah. let alone good ones <laughs> that are like true. I, I'd go easy on the, on the listeners. Oh, don't. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Baron's a bad cop. I'm a good cop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, that's really good. Fire out. Yeah. Okay, you got me. All right. Well, let's try this one. Mm. Did you know that the Twitter bird has a name? Oh, okay. let me explain. Yep. So Twitter was launched in 2006 by Jack Dorsey, yep. who lives in Missouri at the time. And he'd gotten into British television as he preferred their sense of humor versus the American sense of humor. Mm-hmm. In 2006, when the most popular shows was the Inbetweener, yeah. during the Inbetweeners, yeah. yeah, was focused around the main character, Will McKenzie, who was played by Simon Bird. As a nod to the actor, Dorsey called the bird Simon and his name has remained for over 16 years. Cool. Yeah. Okay, is that true or is that complete bullshit? I'm going to say it's true. Yeah. If you came up with this, I'm very impressed. It's yeah. true. Okay. It's actually complete bullshit. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you don't know the real story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's, I, I manipulated it. Okay, like, you've, yeah, so, you weasel. <laughs> did you know that the real name of the Twitter bird um, is actually Larry Bird, oh. named after the uh, yeah. basketball legend in USA? The co-founder of Twitter, Biz Stone, is from Boston and has grown up I watching Larry you. Bird play for Boston Celtics in the NBA. Therefore, you. to celebrate the legend's contribution to the game, Stone named the bird Larry Bird. Great. Great story, <laughs> Byron. Well done. You unimaginative piece of shit. Oh, man. I just, <laughs> I just Googled people with the last name Bird that I could find and I found Simon Bird. Inbetweeners came out in like 2008, by the way. I don't care. Whatever. So. <laughs> Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Okay, here's one. Did you know that an insurance company has been ordered to pay $5.2 million to a woman who caught an STD after having sex in a car? No. So the woman claimed that in 2017 during a sexual encounter with her boyfriend in a 2014 Hyundai Genesis, um, he infected her with a virus that causes genital warts. The woman accused the man of acting negligently and argued that the insurance policy which insured the car should cover her for injuries and losses from the disease. A Missouri court has ordered the insurance giant Geico to pay out more than $5 million. Just a factor cap worthy story. Yeah. I don't know. Seems pretty tame. Yeah. There's no way it's bullshit. I'll say it's true. You reckon it's true? Yeah. The story is completely true. Yes. Yes. Knew it. There you go. Unfortunate. Imagine. Are they paying out? Yeah. Well, uh, there may be some kind of like Supreme Court, um, whatever, but like 5.2 million. People just. For a bad shag. (laughs) (laughs) It almost makes it worth it, does it? Yeah. Definitely makes it worth it. Possibly. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, there you go. All right. It's not really fair on the insurance company, though. I don't think so. I'd say that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, who cares about insurance? Yeah, do we really really feel bad? Yeah. Exactly. did you know that if your dog puts its paw on you, like pushes it against you, that's their way of saying they love you. 
Is it? Yeah. Wow. So when our pups like to show their love and affection and my dog does this, they'll often like push against you. I don't know if you've ever had a dog like straight arm push against you. And because dogs cannot stroke or pet us like the way we do it, that's their version of petting us. Okay. And I quote, by putting their paw on you whilst you're stroking them, they are further extending contact and reciprocating affection back to you. Who are you quoting there? Some like dog expert. I don't know her name. Okay. Yeah. I think this is completely bullshit. It's completely bullshit. Yeah. It's actually 100% true. Oh, you fucking weasel. <laughs> what do you mean? This shit like- What do you mean? I, I quote. <laughs> and I quote her. No, it's true. Yeah. How cute is that though? It is quite cute. Yeah. Because Leo does that. I'll be. It, it feels like he's pushing you away. Yeah. He'll be like in bed and he'll be like, but he puts like- He's quite a big dog. He'll like push against you. Like I actually move it back a bit. Mm. But that's their way of saying they love you. And then like that's their way of petting you back. It's true from the it's true from like, I mean, I don't know how they can like 100 percent say it's sure. like yeah. true, but that's the theory. According to people who know more than us, it's exactly. True. Yes. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well done. Um, I got two more. One of them I'm not sure I should say. I'll go with this one first. Did you know that Elvis Presley was a, was <laughs> oh, you having a shocker today? I know. Ooh, ooh, all right, in the zone. Did you know that Elvis Presley were this? Were the, oh my God. <laughs> Tip of the tongue, teeth, and lips. Diction. Diction. Okay. Red leather, yellow leather. Did you know that Elvis Presley was a seventh degree black belt in karate and also was almost shot by Alice Cooper? I don't know who Alice Cooper is. Alice Cooper, school's out. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So he started training in 1958 while in the army and studied martial arts until his death in 1977. And once Alice Cooper and Elvis were in the same hotel and Elvis took him into the kitchen, opened a drawer, pulled out a loaded pistol and said, put this to my head. A little voice in, and this is Alice Cooper saying, a little voice in my ear was telling me, go on, this is history, kill him, you'll always be the guy who killed Elvis. And the other one was saying, don't kill him, just wound him, you'll only get a few years. But a fraction of a second later, Elvis whipped out a flying kick on the guns. (laughs) Sent the gun flying and then tripped Alice over, pinning him to the ground by his neck, announcing, now that's how you stop a man with a gun. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) This sounds so bullshit, but it's so specific. I gotta go bullshit. I gotta go cat. The story is 100 percent true. Oh, I couldn't you deep down because it's so specific, like who comes up with the characters, but it's just so ridiculous. Wow. There you go. Is that in the, the latest movie? It's not in the latest movie, no. Why would they cut that out? I know. Why yeah. would they cut yeah, that? Yeah, exactly. It seems like a pivotal what a plot scene. point. Yeah. yeah, totally. Wow. All right. Mm. I have no connection here. Okay, damn. This is the hidden side of Pikachu. Ooh. Oh, wait, something let's say it again. Okay. This is the hidden dark side of Pikachu. Oh, the dark side the of Pikachu. Dark side. Okay. In the early evening on 1997, 685 children were taken to hospitals in Japan with complaints of sudden illnesses similar to epileptic, 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 epileptic seizures. <laughs> The symptoms varied headaches, dizziness, nausea, seizures, and a loss of consciousness. Over 1,300 children were absent from elementary schools the next day. They all became an... They all became ill at approximately 6.50 p.m. while watching episode 38 of the original Pokemon cartoon. (laughs) An explosion caused by the Pikachu character detonating rockets appeared on the screen as blue and red blasts of color. The rapid flashing and anime technique called Paka Paka triggered the seizures. An unprecedented incident referred to as Pokemon shock by the Japanese press. That's cool. Thankfully, all children recovered having suffered from what was reported as as photosensitive epilepsy. Or PSE as a result of 12 hertz alternating red blue stimulus and transmitting light photography. You think I'm having a shocker, mate? No, that was friggin'. Uh, so you know what this reminds me of? This reminds me of the first episode of Sandman, where everyone, like, all of a sudden, there's all these people who like 
don't wake up from their yeah, dreams yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. Um, is this true? I reckon it's true. Yeah, sounds true. true. Yep. It is completely true. Yeah. Well done. Yes. Nice, <laughs> nice slow roll there. I like it. The dark side of Pikachu. <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, this one might be cut. I'm not sure. All right. But Let's I see. figured I'd throw it in there I anyway. If you're hearing this, then it wasn't cut. Just because of the person it's about. Um, did you know that Andrew Tate has just released a video claiming his whole persona was an act? Really? So, in an hour-long video posted yesterday through Jake Paul's YouTube channel called My Final Message, Tate intricately describes how he was planning to come clean about his extreme beliefs, insisting his, he was hyper-aware that his following consisted largely of disgruntled teenage boys and was planning to reveal the whole act was a stunt designed to highlight the war between men and women throughout the world. His great hope was that by creating and then destroying a misogynistic icon, he could turn people away from like a hateful path and encourage more an open conversation. That's complete bullshit. You think it's bullshit? I think have you seen the video? No, but I think it's complete bullshit. I think he absolutely is hamming it up and he does have a character, yeah. but I also think he believes in a lot of what he says. It is bullshit. Yes. It is bullshit, unfortunately. It would have been a cool play though. <laughs> it would have been a cool play. It would have been an extreme play. It would have, did he actually upload it through Jake's channel? Yep. No way. That is true. Yeah. I don't know that. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. He's been banned. That's uh, I don't know anyone else who's been banned from every single platform. At the same time. Yeah. Like Milo Giannopoulos or whatever that guy's name was. Yeah. And Trump got banned from Twitter. Yeah. But that, anyway, whatever. There you uh, go. See you later. The big man, he's gone. See you <laughs> later, mate. Honestly, I reckon in a few months, we'll, he'll be like an afterthought. We'll see. Definitely. We'll see. All right. Should we uh, run the ad? Run the ad? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, we'll take a break, guys. We'll see you in a second. All right, guys, we're back. We're back. And for uh, News for News. Want to play the jingle? News for News for News. <laughs> Thank nice. you, thank you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you forgot to do the things while we were doing it. I know, I just blanked. Yeah, yeah not yeah. a very good operator. No, Maybe I fault. should operate no, next no, week. Definitely me. Yeah, definitely, definitely me. you. Definitely okay, me. Yeah. yeah. You can either have excuses or results. News for noobs. <laughs> okay. The series where we tell you the tip of the iceberg. Just the tip of everything you need to know to sound intelligent in everyday conversations. Exactly. Nothing more. I have a feeling we might be doubling up on some stories. Yeah, not um, a lot happened in the world today. Thank God, it was a dry week. Um, however. Big okay. one, which you've probably already got. Daniel Ricciardo is set to leave McLaren. I didn't have at the end one. of this year. Interesting. So it has been confirmed. He released an Instagram video announcing that he will be leaving McLaren at the end of the year. Mm -hmm. He still has to fulfill his contract for this year, so he's got a whole half season ahead of him. Yep. Um, a whole but this, half, whole half. <laughs> yeah. This is due to like poor performance, and he said that we both came to the um, agreement that I should leave the team. Yeah. Um, that's all he really said, and it's unknown what the future will hold. He might not be in F1 next year, or he might get a seat with another. I feel like team. he's got enough personality to kind of go into whatever. He is the biggest personality in F1, I would say. You reckon? More so than Hamilton? Yeah. Hamilton is just, he's a world champion, seven-time yeah. world champion. He's just like really good at what he does and he's got good person. But I mean, I think Daniel Ricciardo is the biggest. He's like entertaining. Yeah, like entertaining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he's a big, he's the biggest character in Drive to Survive, I would say. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, it's like Ronaldo. You bring Ronaldo to a team, even if he plays poorly, it's going to raise the whole team up because of like sales and everything. Yeah. I think it's similar to Ricardo. If he goes to another team, it will lift up attention. that team. Yeah. Clout. Yeah. That's what it's all about. But we'll see what happens. We'll yeah. see what happens. Um, one of the Schumacher boys reckons he won't be in F1 next year. They reckon he's done. Ooh. So there's a lot of talk going on. You, see don't, what wanna, happens. Yeah. you don't want to have your, uh, your dad as like the best ever. Mm. Yeah. 
Mm. Tough, tough act to follow. Okay. Did you know that Nick Kyrgios is being sued by the fan he had removed from the Wimbledon final? Really? Yeah. Oh, everyone's suing, man. Stop being little bitches. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> so, I'm so sick of it. I don't, Can we just <laughs> not sue? Like, ooh. All right, hear, hear me out. Hear me out. So um, there was a fan who Nick Kyrgios claimed was drunk out of her mind during the, ten, ten, like the Wimbledon final, and he had her ejected from the stadium. Now, her name is Anna Palus. And she's instructed her solicitors to bring a defamation case against Kyrgios. She accuses him of a reckless and entirely baseless allegation. Um, she says, not only did it cause considerable harm on the day, resulting in my removal from the arena, but the, the false allegation was broadcast to and read by millions around the world, causing me and my family ve- very substantial damage and distress, which you can kind of understand. If you become the, like this gronk yeah. who like everyone is- And don't be a gronk at Wimbledon. Yeah. I mean, this is what Kyrgios said during the match. She's distracting me when I'm serving in a Wimbledon final. She's drunk out of her mind. Um, she's speaking in the middle of the game. I know which one she is. It's the one that looks like she's had about 700 drinks. She's talking to me in the middle of, of the point every time I get the ball, which is fair enough for him. I mean, if that's what happened, that sounds fair. Totally. But- um. Yeah, she's like, I'm not usually this kind of person, but it's got to the point where I have to instruct my solicitors to blah, 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 What do you mean you have to? What difference? You're just shining a light on yourself even more. Totally. Everyone's forgotten about it. Yeah, no one cares. I mean, maybe not for her. It's obviously more, you know, intense, but. I don't know, man. I'm just sick of people suing over like tiny little things. It ruins, like means we have to tiptoe around everything. All right, whoever's watching this, make sure if Byron ever sues someone for defamation, you click this up. Sure. Put it everywhere. But you know, if I see someone, I'm sure to have a more more logical, a more honourable. No, like I don't know her story. I don't know what happened. Yeah. But like, it just seems like yeah, it seems maybe pet- you've ridden ridden the wave. It's died down. Oh, time to make some money. Some, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I doubt. Do you even make money? I don't like, know. Like it's just so much stress and headache. Like I couldn't be bothered. Yeah. This is a really interesting one. Okay, go on. I don't know if you've already seen this, but NASA has released audio of what a black hole sounds like. Oh shit. And it's gone viral. And oh I've basically God. released like a clip. So this week, NASA shared some audio that allows us to hear a black hole. The terrifying low dr- drone sound went viral on social media as people felt the weight of the sound and pondered their own insignificance oh amid the vastness of space. That's so cool. Without getting too extension, what's that word? Existential? Without getting too existential, let's dive into how NASA captured the sounds, the recordings of which were first released earlier this year and what else we can hear in space. Yeah. So the Perseus galaxy cluster was made from famous almost 20 years ago after the sound waves were detected around its supermassive black hole. NASA shared new audio from that black hole back in May, but posted it on social media again this week and this time it went viral. Yeah. I don't know how it didn't get viral the first time, but um, the misconception that there is no sound in space originates because most space is in a vacuum, providing no way for sound waves to travel. Yeah. A galaxy cluster has so much gas that we've picked up an actual sound. Here it is amplified and mixed with other data to hear a black hole. Oh, we'll play it. We'll yeah, play it now. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. I want to hear it now. Yeah, yeah. Google it. You find no, it. No, because find I, it. we won't be able to hear it properly on the yeah, laptop yeah, true, speakers. True, true. We'll get it on the big one. Yeah, but how cool is that? NASA's That's been dropping cool. absolute bombs this year. Yeah. Man. Can't wait for the uh, alien videos. Yeah, that'll those, be good. Those will be coming. Yeah. <laughs> alien, alien audios. This is an interesting one. US President Joe Biden unveils a plan to cancel $10,000 from all student debt. So like everyone gets at least $10,000 wiped off. Some people get more if like... If you have, if you earn over 120k, you don't yeah. get any any debt cancellation. But if you're under that, or if you're even in a lower income bracket, yeah. it can be up to like 20k, 30k. Geez, that's good. Which is, I did, I did see this headline. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about that? I think it's good. I yeah. mean, the US have been. I mean, I complain. My whole brand outside of this is like, you know, I think there's way too much debt and what's going on here in Australia. But the US is horrifying. It's like 
quadruple the price of what it is here. Well, they people people who know much more than than I do about the matter talk about student debt in the same in a similar way to the way that they talked about mortgage debt before the global financial crisis, and that it's just like it's insane if every like mo- most of the people in the country are entering the workforce with just like hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars worth of debt. It's like, absolutely insane. Like it's this kind of like un it like hasn't really hit yet the fact the impact that it will have on well, the whole it, generation. It's just sickening because people are paying hundreds of thousands of dollars still under the misconception that they need that degree right. to get in. And so yeah. you could probably get a job without that degree and not have to pay off the debt. Now, obviously that's, you know, there's so many different degrees and so many different areas Fields, yeah, yeah, and some sure. you do need the degree. But I think for a lot of people, yeah. like business. I, I would go so far as to say more than half the people I know who have a degree didn't need to get that degree. More than half, most people I know don't even use their degree. Yeah, exactly. Like Justin. Right. You know, they did an engineering degree. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. There you go. Anyway, we're going off course. But yeah, I think that's good because I mean, if they, any way to help them. Sure. I mean, that's a lot of money to have. I know. You need 10 grand goes, you know, it's what a it? nice little addition. But I guess the other side of it is like, the problem is people are being like, oh, I don't have to pay that off until later. They're not really thinking about it when they make that's their why decision. why it's so effective. And then they're getting bailed out after they've made this irresponsible decision anyway. So like if you were super hard, hard ass about it, you'd be like, well, you shouldn't have done it. I mean, but when it's is just that? A, they're just conditioned to jump yeah. into it though, which yeah. is the whole thing. But yeah, I think it's good. Yeah. But I don't know enough about the story. Sure. Because it's just well, the tip of the iceberg. Just the tip. This is all we need to know. Just the tip. I got one more story. I got uh, two more. Make it a good one. All right. So the new Game of Thrones show, House of Dragons, has broken HBO records oh. being their biggest, um, where is it? HBO reports attracted an audience of 9.986 million viewers across linear and streaming platforms in the US, making it the most watched premiere in premium cable company's 51 year history. Wow. Which is crazy. Cause like, obviously we saw it, it's a great episode, right. but I didn't think the hype was that much. Yeah, but this is the most watched premiere. How many other shows have that oh. much hype coming into it? Yeah, like, true, true, Because true, it's true. not like the first episode of the next season yes, of yes, the show. Yes, yes. Yeah, this um, is the most watched premiere. So yeah. obviously there's been shows that probably had way more, but they were like a final or something. Totally, totally. But yeah, that's cool. So very excited to have that back. Yeah, there you go. There you go. That's we, a great little stat. Oh, did you hear? Did you Game of Thrones, is it any good? I heard it was the most uh, most watched premiere in HBO history. Wow, yeah. wow. You're, you're, you're intelligent. Wow. <laughs> I mean, we both enjoyed it. Looking forward to the next episode. So um, speaking of um, records... Did you know that a 17-year-old kid has become the youngest person to fly solo around the world? 17? A 17-year-old kid. Okay. Isn't that cool? Like, they're a British-Belgian pilot, 17 years old. Oh, comes- flew. Flew. Oh, dude, I didn't realize you meant, like, a, as a pilot. What do you mean? I thought he just, like, went to every country or something. I don't know. To fly? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, okay, that's, that's a whole other story. Oops. Yeah. Five-month journey across 52 Mad. countries. Mad. How that's- cool. So I reckon it's on the bucket list. Yeah. I love to get my pilots. It's actually not that hard to get your pilot, like for a friggin', you know, a proper plane, but like for a small plane, yeah. it's like 120 hours. And like, you know, if you've, if you've got money, it's probably quite doable. Sure. Yeah. It's, I, I hear it's a lot like sailing. You have to look at the weather conditions and the wind and everything right. and like plan out how much fuel you're going to have and all the rest of it. Mm. I don't know. I mean, it seems like you're asking for trouble, but it'd be, be fun. Pretty, pretty fun. Yeah. You get the license. I'll come with you. All right, cool. Nice. Um, final story. Okay. 
Um, you probably heard this one, but Finland's leader apologizes for a party photo taken to the summer home by an influencer guest. Outrageous. Um, so the crazy thing about the story, Outrageous. everyone's like slamming the prime minister who's 36 years old, so still quite young, um, and a woman, which probably plays into the story quite a bit. Yeah. The crazy thing is she's not even in the photo. I know. She's not even in the photo. It was just taken at an event she was at. Yeah. And it's often like an influencer. So where is this? It says here, Miss Martin does not appear in the image. The two women featured have their breasts covered with a sign that says Finland. Yeah. And she's getting slammed for that. Um, yeah. On the flip side, I don't know if you saw, but Australian Prime Minister Albo yeah. um, was at a gang of youth concert yeah. and people spotted him at the top of like the crowd and he sculled a beer. And they love it. And they loved it, right? Yeah. Now, is it the same thing? Not exactly, but you can just see there's a bit of a... Oh, totally. A bit of a hit, hit sexism, double, standard, yeah, double yeah. standard here of he does something with alcohol, he gets cheered, she does something, she gets She slammed. happens to be at a party where other people, and it's breasts, like, that. you know, they you could even, argue that it's just nipples, whatever. Well, no, but they were covered. And they were well. covered. Yeah, yeah. It's so just, it's like, yeah. No, so, yeah, I, the influencer took the video down, and uh, photo down, and it's caused a bit of strife. Yeah, which is, I mean, the fact that she's probably young and a woman. Um, but, again, this is a great conversation to bring up. Yeah. Well, no, maybe she, not. Depends on who you're with. It could cause a bit of a, nah, a strifle. But if you've got good quality people around you, hopefully you all agree. Did you just coin a new word? A strifle? <laughs> Is that not the word? Is that word? like a trifle and a strifle? I don't know. <laughs> strifle word? Strifle. Okay, I did just coin a new word. Strifle. I like that. A That's strifle. Because a, a trifle, like a, a trifling matter is like, you know, yeah. something that causes problems. I think I did just a coin strifle. a new word. Wow. Yeah, there you go. You heard it here first. Sometimes I amaze myself. <laughs> Alrighty. <laughs> All right. I think that's it. <laughs> Would you Would rather? You rather? <laughs> oh, I love this section. Would you rather? I We're going to finish up as usual on Would You Rather. <laughs> Can we put like name tags on oh, the, man, on the dude, buttons? Oh, man, it's so hard to memorize these. So. Uh, would you rather? Okay. We like the <laughs> I got a good one. All right. Would you rather never have a romantic partner ever again oh. or... All right, we'll have to do that again. Yeah, yeah sorry. Would you rather never have a romantic partner ever again or you have one, but it's a clone of you? <laughs> so like a, a woman or a man? So no, it's a dude. So it's just you. <laughs> or nothing. I mean, yeah, true or nothing. I yeah. mean, the thing is there's a lot of practical things I could use a clone of me for. Totally. Like double work. Yeah, but that's your also your romantic partner. Double work. I could double out my work output. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to go no one. I don't want a romantic partner myself. Yeah? Yeah. I don't know about you'd know exactly what you like. You you yeah, guys but, you guys would get along so well. I don't know if you, I don't know if that's a good thing though. Don't that say opposites attract? Perhaps. But also people like people like themselves. That's true. That's true. That's a good quote right there. Yeah. No, nah, I'm, I'm not I don't want a romantic partner. <laughs> just just be happy by myself. Okay, fair I, enough. I'm sure I can still have non-romantic flings. Yeah, well, as long as there's no romance it's involved. Not, there's, there's no romance involved, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Figure out a loophole. Yeah, so nothing much will change. Oh, yeah. Fair play, fair play. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, go on. Would you rather start a colony on another planet yeah. or be the leader of a country on Earth? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. What could possibly go wrong on another planet? Not much, I don't think. Oh, let's assume, you have a, let's assume you have the technology and the ability to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, of course. Um, that's a good one. I reckon I would rather start a new colony. I agree. Just, it's just more more exciting. It's and like, the way. sure. I'm sh I'm sure it would be much harder and like whatever. 
But also, you know, I don't want to be some shitty little country that everyone dicks on. Yeah. And like trade agreements and everything like that. You could be like the next god for that colony. Yeah, I mean, I'd probably yeah. set it up in a slightly more egalitarian yeah, but way, but definitely you, you could know, definitely pull be a, a few strings. Yeah. Yeah. Like Sir Pace. Sir Pace. Sir Pace. Ah, I feel like King. King Pace. Yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you thinking you, small you, time? Yeah. Thinking small. You could be Emperor. <laughs> Emperor Pace. What's, what's more than a king? Emperor Dempsey. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. What's more than a king? What's a king to a god? Wow. What's a god to a non-believer? Ooh. Wow. Kanye West. Oh, there okay. you go. I was going to say, they, should, they sound like song lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Here's one. Uh, this is a sub- submission from Charles Pierce. Would you rather be the only drunk one at a formal party or the only sober one at a raucous house party? Sober one. I can yeah. still have fun being sober. Yeah. yeah. Just to get into it, yeah. Can you actually though? Yes. Yeah. If everyone else is having a vibe, like, yeah, totally. That's 100% true. Yeah, yeah 100%. exactly. Yeah. In fact, you don't want to be the only drunk one. That's way worse. I didn't drink until after high school. I went every high yeah, school party too. I went to. I wasn't half the parties. It's if you need alcohol to have fun at a party, it's a shit party, yeah. and it's probably crap people around you. And you also probably need to have a look at yourself. And you need, to, yeah, you need to have and a look like at, maybe get some help. Yeah, no, nothing wrong. That, like we still drink. Sure, like it's great, but like, well, we're drinking right if now. If you need alcohol to have a fun time, like there's a whole other thing. Yeah. I mean, alcohol is a great like social lubricant. Sure, if you're a bit awkward, socially awkward, it can help. You know. It just yeah, gives you, and, and it's nice when everyone's on the same kind of level. Yeah, even if it's a placebo. Yeah, the placebo of just like you know drinking together. Yeah, just r- like have we're a, all in this together. I don't know where that came from. High School Musical. I know, I know, I know where it's from, <laughs> but I don't know where you, your thought. Anyway, yeah. The last. Would you rather? Okay. Would you rather be punished for a crime you didn't commit, uh-huh. or have someone else take credit for a major accomplishment in your life? Oh, <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> Ooh. I would rather have someone else take credit for a major accomplishment. Yeah, I'd, I, I agree. don't want to go to jail for something I didn't do. That's got to be the worst. It would eat me alive having if I did a major accomplishment, but I really think you've got to look into yourself internally. Because you could achieve something else. Yeah, and also it's like, why are you doing it? Are you doing it for external validation? Yeah. If that's the issue, then you probably shouldn't be doing it anyway. Mm. So like, but it would still eat me alive. I'd be like, <sighs> I'd have a lot of oh, yeah. anger. It's gutting, but yeah. it's better than like going to prison for something you didn't do. Totally. That's oh, it's always the worst fucking yeah. stories. People people who like, they found out they were innocent 25 years later and it's just oh, like- Oh, here's $5 million. Oh, great. Yeah, great. Yeah, that makes yeah. up for it. Fucking hell. That's Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. There you go. There you go. I like that one. Good one. Thank you. Nice way to finish it up. So we've come to that time again. Oh. Easy, easy. We don't, I don't get to say anything now. All right, yeah, yes. Give us the stars. Come and like and subscribe. Um, appreciate everyone for getting in touch. We had someone reach out saying that they wanted to film and take photos at the live show, which I'm is mad. fucking awesome. Which so we're still out. working on. Like, yeah. God, it's a slow burn, this thing. Yeah. Um, next couple of weeks, I'm hoping to have, have some dates. But yeah, love you guys. Keep sending in stories. Keep being cool. And if you listen to the podcast, let us know. Like... I would like, there's no feedback from a podcast. Yeah, it's one true. way. It's really hard. A yeah. YouTube video, there's comments, but on the podcast, it's just listeners and not listeners. So like, if you enjoy it, let us know. If you have any ideas for new segments or you want us to talk about something, let us know. I guess we, I would love to have a bit more of an interaction with um, our listeners. There you go. After everything you've said today, Byron does appreciate the listeners. I do appreciate the listeners. <laughs> listeners are my favorite. That's true. TikTok comments, you know, they, they come and go, but listeners are forever. Listeners are forever. Yeah. All right, guys. Much love. Take care. See you next See you week. Later. Got to the end of the song before.